0: We're back here for another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Joe DeLeon, Ryan Roberts. Today, we're moving on to another positional breakdown. One of the least exciting, however, still an important one, the 2023 safety class. We are going to be sharing our top fives for this grouping. Before we get any further, folks, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you comment below your thoughts on this safety class and hit that like button. Now, Ryan, this safety class, as I kind of let in. I, here's my, here are my thoughts on on this class. I think this is the best way to describe. What what are your thoughts, Joe? What are your thoughts? I was, I was very indifferent to how my rankings came out. Okay. And what I mean by that is that I didn't really know how they're ordered until I'm looking at them right now. Okay. It was one of the few position groups where, as I was evaluating this group, I didn't really have a sense of like, oh, this is how everyone's going to fit lined up with one another. This is how everything's going to shake out here. Are the top guys here, are the, uh, the 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 mid tier, more developmental guys, the guys that are going to be day three picks. I feel like I didn't get a whole lot of that. It's a whole lot of question marks for me across the board, and not a lot of answers at the safety position. If that makes sense.
1: As in, so I mean, so obviously there's a, a negative connotation to how it came out. Like you were like not expecting it could be a. Pleasant surprise or could be a big question mark, uh, right? I mean, I'm just trying to like understand 100%. So let me uh, ask you. Ready? So okay. what you're saying is is that you like some of the players on the list, but you're not sold on them. Is that is that what I'm getting out of this sort of? Yeah,
0: I just don't. It's one of the few. It's probably the only position group where I feel the five guys that I'm coming here to the table with mm-hmm. – uh i am not super confident in gotcha you know they've all got different question marks for different reasons but i think that they can be good nfl players but probably my lowest graded position group i don't know if you, it's the same for you you
1: know it's a um no it's not my lowest graded one it's um what's the lowest graded dude interior offensive line's bad brother like it's it's a bad uh, class wide, yeah, wide receivers you know up what? there too yeah. like wide receivers not a great class i mean look uh, I, I i think safety it's an interesting one Joe because i think that there's a lot of nice short zone box type of defenders in this class. Like there's a few that I really like, but there's not a ton of free safety types in this class, right? Like that's kind of like yeah. my main takeaway from this group is that like, I have one guy on my list that I think is a true, like free safety type. Everybody else is going to be more of a strong safety slot defender or box type of player. Like that's what we're going to have. So if you're a NFL team that is looking for a guy that is legitimately going to play from the roof, play two single high at times, don't think there's a ton of these guys that you're going to love as far as like their impact in deep zone coverage. But I still think there's some really nice bigger safeties in this class that I think I can still get very excited about. There's definitely some size. A
0: lot of size. The I mean, there's guys. a lot of size. Yeah, one of the top guys fits that description of size. Ryan, I'll kick us off here with my player who I'm the least excited about where he's placed. <laughs> Christopher Smith from Georgia is my fifth guy. Okay. And look, I think he's a really great football player. Like I think he is a really smart, well-coached football player. Yes, He looked really good at the Senior Bowl. Yes. And what we get with the Christopher Smith is just great reactiveness. He is always in, in the right position. Uh, I think he showed some really nice man coverage ability on tight ends when he was at the Senior Bowl, which is a very underrated trait to have as a free safety. I, I assume that he probably will be playing over the top because it's where he played at Georgia. Yeah. I don't know if I feel super confident in that. Where I feel really gross putting him here gross. is that his testing was terrible. His testing was just unbelievably did you, did you historically ex- bad you, for his safety. Did you
1: expect him to be a great tester, though? That would be my. Question. I thought he
0: was. I I thought he was going to be really average. I thought he was going to be really just across the board, really average. As, I did not think through. that he was going to be below average for everything else. Yeah,
1: I mean, so he was a four six two forty guy, right? I think is what it was. I'm looking that up real quick. I know that the well, testing wasn't great.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I just remember the RAS chart being all red, and it was mostly <laughs> red, and that was kind of the the butt of the joke of the NFL Combine yeah. was uh, Christopher Smith didn't test very well. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, look, I I have Christopher a little bit higher on my list, not much though. So I'll get a little more in depth with him in a, in a couple minutes here, Joe. But yeah, I, I, oh yeah, <laughs> it, says it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Four yeah. six two forty. Thirty-three inch vert, nine-eight broad. Yeah, it's not too great. It's not too great. But I I mean, Joe, like I, I, you know that I'm a fan of Christopher Smith because I think that there is a versatility that he brings to the table. You know, like he's definitely a guy that can play in that deep zone. Like he's the only guy on this list that I'm confident can play some post. Like he can play from depth a little bit and create some plays on the back end. You know, at least not give up a lot of plays on the back end. And then I really did like at the Senior Bowl. He showed that he has man coverage skills in the slot, like you kind of talked about mm-hmm. already. So I think there's versatility to Christopher Smith. I, I think he's a very solid late day two football player. Like that's kind of how I see him. And he's got decent length for the position as well. I'm looking 31 and 5 eighth inch arms is pretty good. 75 inch wingspan, despite only being 5'10, 5, 5'8, 5, and 192. So maybe he's a nickel at the next level that can also do some stuff rotating back to safety. Maybe that's his role ultimately. But I understand the concerns, man. I but I, I genuinely just did not think he was a great athlete. So it didn't surprise me much that he didn't test like a great athlete, but it's kind of where I am with Christopher Mann. It's kind of where I am. I,
0: I, I just I wish he tested more average than below average. Yeah. Cause that was what I was hoping was that he was just going to be a really solid athlete and then I would have felt really comfortable. Cause I was starting to really come around on Christopher Smith the way that I saw him play at the at the senior bowl. Sure. I just – the testing is really hard for me to back a guy because because as much as we tried to hold Kalijah Canty accountable for his – Physical limitations, yes. and whatnot. Well, we I'm not, I'm not, mo- mock- I'm that.
1: not mocking Chris Smith in the top twenty, man. I'm not doing that, right? Like I just said, That's he's a probably point. a late day two <laughs> pick. Like I'm not saying he's going to top a ten point. pick, right? But I mean, to your point, I, I get, I definitely get what you're saying. He's also, despite being a fifth year senior, he's still only twenty two years old, which is kind of nice, though. So he's a little bit of a younger guy as well, not twenty three yet. But I definitely get the concerns, man. My number five is a player that. I feel like I have similar vibes to what you just said about Christopher Smith, Joe. It's just like he's a good player, but I'm not overly excited about him. Like that's kind of where I am with Jordan Battle from Alabama. I think Jordan Battle mm. just like checks boxes, man. Like he's good, you know? Like he's a good tackler. He's a good short zone guy. He's solid enough to do some stuff in too high situations, forking from depth. It's just he doesn't – he's not a needle mover difference maker though, right? Like he's not going to – have a bunch of interceptions he's not going to create a bunch of turnovers he's just going to be a solid football player right and i think that he is at worst a really good complementary piece to a safety room if not i think he could start but like if he does start i don't think he's going to be anything special he's just going to be a solid like he could be a chuck clark type of safety who ended up being a good football player but like nothing special right there's nothing special about jordan Battle. I just think he checks a lot of boxes. He's just a solid football player. So,
0: Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'Em it is so easy to play just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night underdog keeps it simple with their easy to use website and mobile apps pick between two and five players to fill out your pick them slip get every pick right and take home some cold hard cash use code hack h-a-c-k hack like the name of this channel use code hack to get your first deposit doubled up to 100 by underdog go sign up you won't regret it you're gonna have a blast check out underdog fantasy i also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel that being bet online online.ag which is all the updated odds news and anything for sports betting it's my go-to source for when i want to be betting specifically on games i love betting on college basketball or the nba uh, especially again during the off season, always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's betonline.ag and use promo code believe fifty. It's promo code believe fifty to get fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Yeah, I, I feel that Jordan Battle is a very consistent, or not consistent. He is consistent, consistent, but he's. Yeah very steady very steady uh i didn't place him in my top five i think he's just right on the outside for me um but i think there's a lot of things that can be derived similarities that can be derived from what you just talked about with jordan battle what we just talked about with christopher smith and i i think for any top five ranking you need to include those guys that are just Sorry, any top five ranking for safeties, you need to include those guys that are really good football players, but maybe not the most explosive athletes. Yeah. Those guys are going to get
1: into the mix. Well, and Joe, if you hate testing numbers, do you know what Jordan Battle had in a vertical he, yesterday? He did very poorly. Do, do you have the number? I
0: believe. Do you know the number? I don't have I don't have the number. 28 and a half inches. What's his vert?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's bad, man. It's really bad. See, really the
0: way bad. that I know that that's bad is when I did my Pro Day testing, I believe the number I hit was 27, and I am the one of the worst athletes to probably test at a Pro Day. Dude, I,
1: when I was in... As a long snapper coming To put out. it in context, I was a Division three linebacker. I had a 28-inch vert, to put that into perspective. Yeah, and I wasn't like... I mean, I could jump and grab rim, Right. But like, I'm not like this crazy athlete, you know, when I was, you know, I was a solid athlete. I was like a 28 inch vert, 4'9 linebacker. Like, that's what I was. You know what I mean? Like, nothing special in any regard. So, not great. Not great, which is why that's Jordan Battle's is a, a solid player. I just think there's obviously limitations to how good he can be. Just to quickly transition here, though, Joe, because I had Christopher Smith as my number four safety on this okay. list. So, I didn't want to like go back and forth too much. Look, man, at, at the end of the day, The reason that I have him especially over Jordan Battle is because I think Battle is just a solid player. But I think that Smith in the right role on a defense can be impactful. He can give you plus in a couple of regards. Like if you're saying he's a full-time slot, I think he can do that stuff. If you're asking him to just be a guy like a Rodney McLeod type of free safety that just does not get beat much over the top, I think he could also do that stuff too. So that's kind of what I
0: see. Host on Believe, Rodney McLeod. What show does he host? He was on the Colts show. Okay uh but we're now that he's a free agent and i think that he's going to play somewhere else he is going to then transition to
1: be on the show that he's then playing for one of the few active
0: players in the nfl
1: doing a podcast so dude fun fun rodney mcleod is one of the most underrated players of this era man like he he's never going to make pro bowls because he's he doesn't flashy right but like rodney McLeod just got the job done for a long time and it's actually kind of how I see Christopher Smith, and not the same player, but like similar role. Mm-hmm. I think on the next level,
0: I think the impact is definitely there. My number four was Jamie Robinson from Florida State. So when we did the the preseason, I hate that you made that face. When we did the preseason, I think one of the things that we talked about with Jamie Smith. Robinson is that Jimmy Robinson? Robinson, sorry, Jamie Smith. Is that he was very, he was a very, uh, he was very erratic. I also very I, erratic. Can, can he you?
1: was all over the place. Can I cut you off yes. real quick before you keep going. I actually think it's pronounced Jammy. By the way,
0: I was thinking the same thing no. because there's two M's the whole Wait. time I was doing my notes on him, and
1: I'm like, is it Jammy what, Smith? What, what, there's no what, way what, it's what? Jammy Smith. John, jammy Robinson. Yeah, when I was down at Robinson, Jam- <laughs> <laughs> when I was down in, in the combine, Joe. I think I said Jamie Robinson and then I had like three different people be like, no, it's, it's jammy Robinson. I'm like, Oh, okay. So there it is. It's jammy. Okay.
0: Here's how we're going to do this. Yes. We've had some fantastic
1: prospects on.
0: We need to reach out to him and have him on the show so we (laughs) can ask him, tell him like, Um, dude. what name, what's your name? (laughs) That That's all the, that is all the interview would be. was just asking him how to pronounce his name, but with jammy Robinson, I think is the pronunciation. I, I saw some cleanup on some of his issues that we saw from the previous season. Again, I thought he was a very erratic football player. Yeah, he played a little bit more from depth, and I, I liked what I saw from him playing from depth. The big thing for me, where I, I felt a little more comfortable with him, mm-hmm. is like I saw the way that he was flipping his hips and turning. Like that to me was like okay, you know this this makes total sense. Uh, I think he's got decent range. His forty time wasn't anything crazy. I think it was like a four five something. Four, five, nine. But I think that. I think with his ability to flip and turn, his, his change of direction skills, I saw some really nice man coverage skills. I saw some really nice zone coverage skills from him where I get a little bit turned off and why I don't have him ranked as high as I think some other people do. Not a very good tackler. And his instincts and angles tracking the football are very poor. Yeah, uh, Does not do a good job of – coming downhill and making plays on the football. That needs to be fixed. But overall, I think that the general lateral quickness, the hips are very good. And if you can figure out where to place him, maybe it's as a, as a nickel DB. Uh, I think you can get a starting caliber player out of uh, Jamie Smith, Jamie Smith Robinson. Damn it. Uh, why do I keep doing that? <laughs> Jamie. I'm so screwed up by the pronunciation of the first name. I'm forgetting his last Jamie name. Jamie Robinson. Jamie
1: Robinson. Jamie Robinson, whatever the hell his damn name is. I'm not a big fan of Robinson, man. I'm not, Joe. I mean, I hate to just quantify it like that. I mean, so I guess first and foremost, you start with the size. 5'11", 191, 29 and 5'8 inch arms. So sub 30 inch arms for a safety. Not very good. It's a little bit troubling. Not a great athlete. 4'59. His 10-yard split was only 158. Slow, man. 33 and a half inch vert, 9.8 broad. He did do 23 reps on the bench. So, like, at least he, you know, with his short arms, at least he was benching out a good number. I wanted to love him so much, man. So much. Cause he plays like a little dang T- Tasmanian devil, man. Like, he wants to get involved. Oh, he wants to get his, his nose dirty. Like, he wants to tackle. He wants to blitz. He wants to come off the slot. Like, he wants to do everything. And I respect that. My question with Jammy Robinson is just how much does that translate to the next level, man? Like, I think in the slot, I think his feet are a little bit suspect. I think his feet get stuck in mud a little bit. I don't see him having much coverage upside in general, especially in man. I think he can do some short zone stuff, but like, am I putting a guy that is sub 30 inch arms and sub 200 pounds in the box all the time? Am I doing that? It's like. But I think that's the best role for him. I don't think he's a guy that's going to consistently play from depth because I don't think he makes a ton of plays. Like, he's just, he's a guy you want to get involved. I do think, though, that Jamie Robinson could stick on a team as a special teamer and maybe contribute in some capacity as a role player. I just, I have trouble with this guy, man. Anytime you're small and not a good athlete, I. Uh, so it's getting into a little is bit it, of a weird conversation
0: we have there. I, I just – his testing numbers aren't, I feel like, super indicative of
1: what is athletic. I was very thrown off by well, can I say his, this? his play compared to his testing. Numbers. Can I say this? He almost had identical yeah. testing to Christopher Smith, who we just talked about, right? Almost identical. The only difference is he ran 4.59 and Smith ran 4.62. Mm. I thought Smith was a much better athlete than Jamie Robinson on film. Like considerably, in my opinion. A more controlled athlete.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think we see him a little differently. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not accounting for the, no, the hey no, coaching, no, no. You
1: fight back against me, Joe. You don't do that little cop-out, all right? You say, Ryan. No, it's not a, it a, a, a
0: cop-out. I'm standing by placing him at Go four. Ahead. I'm Go standing ahead. by placing him at do four. Do it. But do it.
1: Ryan, what do you got? Number three, four? I'm up to. Five, three, three. Three. Three, I'm yes. up to. J.L. Skinner, safety, Boise State's. A player that we have been robbed of this draft process, Joe, because he's been injured. So he wasn't able to test. He played at the senior bowl a little bit. Thought he was just fine during the senior bowl. Like he didn't really pop as much as I wanted him to pop. Mm-hmm. But like this guy is still has an impressive upside, in my opinion, right? Like he's 6'4 and two ways, 209 pounds. He he got his weight down a little bit. He was more in the 215, 220 range this past year. <laughs> but he had 77 and 7 inch wingspan. So 78 inch wingspan on top of the 6'4 frame. This kid is that short zone, physical, strong safety. My guy's a striker. Pterodactyl. Yes. Long, long arms, tackler, striker. And I also think he's got some good impact as far as his coverage ability, man. Like I see some stuff again, it's, it's not, he's not going to work from depth a ton at the next level, but as a short zone defender, a guy that can also place a man to man against tight ends, bigger slots, I like JL Skinner still considerably. I would take him in the second round. I wouldn't think too much about it. Like he's a, I think he's going to be a really good, strong safety on the next level. Maybe limitations as far as his, his impact from depth and working in the post, but as a short zone, strong safety that can also do some man working against bigger bodies, I, I'd like him a lot, man, because he's a ferocious player coming downhill.
0: And just to reiterate, I said pterodactyl, not tackler. Uh, he does. Well, no, I was talking about the tackle kinda, radius.
1: Tackle radius, right? That's yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, going yeah yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I'm uh, just making sure because I think that that's a great word to use to describe J.L. Skinner. No, uh, look, fantastic athlete. I wish we had some testing numbers and he didn't get hurt during the process. He because, was he
1: was going to test well though, man. I think I know. I think he would have he would have gotten
0: some serious buzz even more than he was getting. You, you know what the buzz all, the you know
1: what the buzz in the preseason was 40 time for him, Joe. Do you remember? 4-4-5, four, 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 right? four, man. Like I think this kid's a really good athlete. I think he was going to test really really well. You see a
0: lot of that, and I think that this is Jeremy Chin. This is exactly who this kid is. Who has been a, a sub package linebacker and uh, a safety for the Carolina Panthers. He has been impactful early on in his career, and what I get from a guy like this, very quick to close in short area, yep. um, very very. Consistent as a tackler. I think he flies upfield the best out of any of the safeties. He is the best run defender. And that's why I want him as a sub package linebacker. And I think that the value of a guy like this, who played safety but plays as a linebacker, is what the modern NFL continues to look for. Yeah. I think it's easier for a safety to play the Jeremy Chin role for, than it is for a linebacker to play the Jeremy Chin role because they're not used to playing from depth. So skinner man i am a huge fan i'll reveal where he is in my rankings in a second but he checks every single box the one drawback and it makes sense tall long Mm -hmm. uh safety is that he's not going to be the most fluid guy when it comes to flipping his hips and changing direction it's just not you're not going to ask him yeah you're you're not going to ask him to do that he's not going to cover the whole deep area of the field um but To that point, though, I think that a lot of his other positives make up for that.
1: Yeah, it's so funny how that position's changed a little bit, right, Joe? It's like, I feel like all these guys probably grew up loving Cam Chancellor, right? Like, I guarantee Jeremy Chin and guys like JL Skinner were probably big Cam Chancellor fans, right? Like, I'm going to be that strong, safety heat-seeking missile. And now we're talking about them playing more on the second level. It's just how the game has changed a little bit. But regardless, man, Mm. I think this is an extremely impactful player. Because Jeremy Chin, 10 years ago, He's playing safety in the NFL. He's not playing this hybrid linebacker role. like He's playing on the back end, but I really do like JL, man. He's a really good football player. But that is not your number three, right? It's not your number
0: three. No, my number three is Antonio Johnson from uh Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. And I was very pleasantly surprised with Antonio Johnson. He is a lot of what Jammy Robinson could be. See, I got his name right. He did Because he's longer. And he's a better athlete. A lot and longer and a lot better. A lot athlete. longer and a lot better of an athlete. Yeah. Very, very fluid player. Um, I We knew that he was going to be a great man coverage player in the slot because that's what his role was originally at Texas A&M. Yep. He got to play a little more from depth, and I was impressed by his reactiveness and his ability to explode in and out of cuts, him him able to come downhill on uh, ball carriers. He's also a very willing and, and strong tackler. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I always expect safeties to suck at tackling, but he was very consistent, a very, very strong tackler. My only drawback, the only negative that I really have on a guy like this is that I just his the angles that he takes needs to improve. There his angles are all over the place. There are a lot of times where I see him fly upfield in a straight line and not take a, a directional angle to go to the football. He oftentimes is the guy who runs where the football was yep. and not anticipating where the football is going to be. And I think if he
1: improves that is going to be a really good starting safety in the NFL. I love Antonio Johnson, man, which is why I had Antonio Johnson as my second-ranked safety in this class. I uh. Look, man, I don't think he was quite as impactful in 2022 as he was in 2021, but I think that was more a Texas A&M thing and not as much an Antonio Johnson thing. This kid, I mean, this profile is invaluable, Joe, because literally you could say big slot, tight end in the slot. Antonio, he's yours, dog. Like, go in there, right? He's a good tackler. He's very explosive, man. Like, he gets downhill, transitions laterally. He looks like a cannon when he can read and diagnose and play with some proactiveness. He's really good in that regard. I still have questions about what the impact can be from depth. Cause like you said, he played a little bit more this year, but like you just haven't seen it a ton. And the ball skills I think are good, but he hasn't made a ton of, he hasn't created a ton of takeaways during his career. So I just mm-hmm. want to see that that overall impact from Antonio. But the other key thing, and you've heard me harp on this during some of these evaluations is Antonio's not done growing, man. 6'2", 198, 32 and an eighth inch arm, good wingspan. He is the second youngest safety in the 2023 NFL draft. He's still only 21 years old, right? Like there's still growth that Antonio is going to have. So I, I'm in, man. I'm in on him. As long as he's in the right role. Something about him just steals, steals um screams Baltimore Raven, although he's not going to go to the Ravens because they already have a bunch of safeties. Yeah. But like he's that type of physical enforcer that can kind of do some versatile things in the back end. Quick trivia, Joe. Quick trivia. Second youngest safety in the, in the database this year. Do you know who first is?
0: JL Skinner, wrong. You're
1: never going to get this, by the way. It's a very obscure player. Who is it? Rashad Torrance from Florida is the youngest.
0: Yeah, I wasn't going oh, to get. That. That's what I said. I wasn't going to get. You're a, you're the worst. He's the worst. No, I'm just Dude, kidding. he just he just
1: turned 21. Joe, he was literally 20 during the testing this year, which is probably why he, he ran four seven. He, <laughs> can, yeah, he was drinking the night before. Uh,
0: no, obviously was not. Yes, uh, that is me being. Stupid. I'm putting that on Twitter. My I'm that on Twitter. My number two that I have here, and I, you could probably figure out this is going to set you up nicely for your number one. Brian Branch from Alabama is my number two safety in the 2023 NFL Draft. He, I see the way that he played at Alabama is how he's going to transition to the NFL, which is why I don't have him as his, as his number one because I don't have enough evidence of him playing from depth. But what I do know is, is that he is a really good nickel corner. He is a really great coverage corner Uh, in the slot he is somebody who can cover receivers consistently he's got really quick feet his 40 time wasn't anything special but the change of direction ability that he has to stick with guys very very closely um, I I think is fantastic where I again am unwilling to move him up is that I just don't know what he does with more space behind him Hmm. playing as a free safety because again what he mostly did at Alabama was covering these these slot receivers one on one, which is still very very valuable in the NFL. Dude, this
1: is the this is the new Minka Fitzpatrick man. Like they play very similarly coming out of Alabama. I and Brian Branch is my number one, obviously, and you know that, right? Mm-hmm. This was another good hit on me though, Joe. Early on, remember in the summer I had him as safety three, and it was like who the heck is Brian Branch at that point? I'm like, hey, yeah, he's he's good, man. He's good. I. I really I wasn't saying you said that by the way. I'm just saying like in general the ether. I think I did say that though, so that. you're not wrong. Now, well, well, I mean it, you, summer <laughs> scouting is so abrupt, man. It's not like we can watch everybody in the summer, right? It's, it's yeah. tough. Brian Branch for me ha- is elite in two different areas, in my opinion, which is why he's the separator in this one. First and foremost, not the biggest safety in the world at five eleven and 5'8, so almost six foot, one hundred ninety pounds. 30 and three fourth inch arm, 75 and a quarter wingspan. So like he's not the biggest safety of all time. Despite that, he is the best tackler in this draft, in my opinion, of any player, of any player, not most ferocious hitter. That's the JL Skinners of the world, right? They're the most ferocious hitters, Mm -hmm. most impactful hitters. But Brian Branch doesn't miss tackles, man. Like he just doesn't miss tackles. He is so sure As far as tackling, I think he only missed like 2% of his tackle attempts in college, man. Like, it's just a wild stat. Like, he just does not miss tackles. Incredibly consistent in the run game. That's elite. The other elite part is his man coverage skills from the slot for a guy that projects as a safety on the next level is elite, man. That quickness he has, change of direction, ability to be proactive and understand spacing. Like, this kid is a dang good football player. There is projection, though, because – you haven't seen him work from depth a ton. He was asked to be a nickel because he wasn't going to go back to school because he's going to be a first round pick, right? But I almost wish he was for a second, Joe, because the the reason that he played the nickel role is because they already had Jordan Battle and Demarco Hellums at safety. It was like we need to get this kid on the field, but we're not going to mi- mm. mi- we're not going to move our two good safeties to put him in, even though he's a better football player, right? So they found a role he excelled in it. I think this kid is just a versatile piece in the back end, man. He is going to be that Swiss Army knife. Think about – I'm not comparing him directly to Minka because Minka has turned into one of the better safeties in the NFL, but he has a similar profile, man. Can play in the slot, can play in a variety of roles and coverage, really good tackler, better tackler than what Minka is as far as for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Brian Branch is just a really good player, man. I think we're overthinking him a little bit. Just a little bit in the draft space, just a little bit, because he ran four five eight at the combine. And everyone's like, "Oh, he's not a great athlete." I'm like, "He's a safety. What did you expect him to run?" Blah blah blah. But he, I, I hated that he tested with the the, the,
0: the corners too. It, by the way, it that, definitely, that was it's not smart. that definitely
1: didn't help him at all, right? If he was running against a bunch of guys that were also running in the four five, you'd be like, "Okay, that's fine. He's a four five eight guy. Who cares, right?" But he's an impactful football player, man. I think he's elite in two different areas.
0: To round out my list, JL Skinner is number one. And I think the only reason why I have him him there is I know he's a great athlete, even though we don't have the numbers. I think that he's just so rare physically. Like we don't, we get one of these guys every so often. It just so happens that we had a Kyle Hamilton last year. Um, I just, to have a guy like that, that can stick on the field and play, pretty much just going to, I think, play linebacker and safety for a defense is super impactful. And, to being willing to commit to both those things is the reason why I'm placing him there. To your point, I think early, mid-second round is where I would probably draft him. I don't think I'd take any of these safeties in the first round. I don't, I don't see any of them projecting to be good enough to go that early. You don't
1: know, think there's a first rounder you said in this? Maybe Brian Branch, dude. I would take Brian Branch to the top fifteen. I wouldn't think twice. If I'm the Philadelphia Eagles right now, if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles right now, Joe, number ten overall, taking Brian Branch, man. Actually, are you saying that? No, I would. One hundred percent would. One hundred percent. Wow. One hundred percent would take him in the top ten. Would up, dude. I think he is so good, man. Just so, 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 so good. But yeah, we see him a little differently though, which is fine.
0: We'll see what happens at Joe DeLeon at Rising Draft. Thank you for tuning in, folks. We'll be back with more coming up soon.